Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain Podcast, episode 83. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Or not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite possible you might be embarrassed that you listen to this. <laughs> well, I, I did talk to one of our fans this weekend, and uh, they talked about how they listen to every episode. And I said, that's great. Do you ever hit the like, share, or subscribe button? And they said no. We really got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, but see, at least now you know who one of your terrible friends is. Yeah, right? Yeah, so that's true. Obviously. Did they have a reason for not doing it? Well, they don't They don't ever watch it on YouTube. You can still share it on everything else. Yeah. yeah. Share us on your Facebook page, man. Yeah, man. What's the coolest thing you got going on in your lame life? Twitter. <laughs> and I, that's not to the person. That's to all y'all. And, 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 and follow us on Twitter, man. Yeah, we either we sometimes. either we either have some hot fire or we do a, a thorough job of embarrassing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yep. either way, either way you win. A lot of bit of both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way you win. Yeah, what you said about Clay Walker's BBDs was pretty funny. That's some of my best Twitter work. I've I don't know that yeah. I have a lot of funny things on Twitter. I don't know what holding up his BBDs with still sus- suspenders means, but yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh-huh. Speaking of Twitter. We can go into it, but I mean, it's up to you. Well, speaking of Twitter, man, and I sent this to you and and some of the guys. Yeah. But but somebody put out their 50. I do have somewhat of a filter on you. (laughs) I monitor the conversation before I even think about clicking (laughs) the link. I I monitor the links you send like I monitor suspicious emails. (laughs) That's about it. Okay, so you, you saw the list, though. Uh, yes. The, Someone, this is on Twitter. This is trend, it's trending on Twitter, which is why. Well, it was the guy at number three, I think. Wasn't it? That, uh, that well, okay, it? Joe Joe Budden was trending, but I actually clicked on it because I'm a Lloyd's Bank fan. Okay. Uh, Lloyd Banks from G-Unit ran okay. with 50 Cent for a while. Okay. Um, And he's number 50 on the list. And it's one, of, it's, it's one of those things where I saw Lloyd Banks trending. Yeah. And you get that little like. Oh, hey. Oh, no. He oh. died. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. He's caught up in something he don't want to be caught up in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's either R. Kelly or <laughs> or uh, it's an R. Kelly situation or a, a Stan Lee situation. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like. <sighs> something bad. In other which words. one is it going to be? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. In other words, you're saying you don't know if you agree with his life choices? Like, no, no, no. I'm hoping that, like, that's not it. I'm oh, hoping that, that hoping someone, yeah, when you yeah. see him trending on Twitter, you, you hesitantly click on it because it could mean he's dead. It could mean he's arrested for something Because he don't trend for much else, huh? Right. All right. And so in this case, though, it was a top 50 rappers of all time list. All right. Top 50. Hit it. Number one, Jay-Z, which, I mean, mm. not necessarily that we agree with it, but you can make a case for Jay-Z. Yeah, he's probably in a lot of people's top five. Like, I would say yeah. top five or, for sure. Yeah. I guess do they like they do in sports? They say the Mount Rushmore of rap. Yeah, like you, he's on there. You could definitely. I mean, top ten. He. I mean, if he got the bottom of the top ten, you probably think he got slighted a little bit. Yeah. So you can make a case for number one, preference yeah. wise. See, I never listened to a lot of Jay Z, but I walked into a record store one time and they were playing his first album, and I started listening to it a little bit while I was you know picking through records. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I watched a docu- a little little mini documentary on him making the Black Album, which is supposedly his last album. Yeah, and it's, it, he doesn't write anything down. He just goes in and just spits. Oh wow! Spits a verse, <laughs> and then he'll come in and say, "Okay," and listen to it a little bit, and, and say, "Okay, this would sound better if I said this," and go in, you know. And then he'll just and at one point he'll just sit there and just keep saying things over and over and over and over again, just yeah. keep flowing and rhyming things. 
and then they'll piece it together, and then he'll go in and drop one. He's a, he's a think out loud kind of yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it just together by just he probably puts a lot of stuff in the trash bin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. But interesting how he does it. Yeah. And then the thing is, man, he's you know they'll sit there for get your process down. You know, that's something you don't to, think about. Sixteen to eighteen hours a day. Yeah. And you'll have guys like uh, Timbaland and Kanye and and Neptunes and uh, Pharrell and all that come in and just play them. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tracks, and he'll just sit there and, and just wait for that one to, yeah, that makes him feel like he can start, you know, doing that that process. Huh. So it's it's I mean it's a it's tedious. Yeah. What it looks like anyway. Yeah, Jay Z number one. All right. Uh, Jay Z's rival Nas number two. All right. Uh, which is I mean eh. yeah I mean people put him there. Yeah. I mean that's not number three is when this thing starts going Alex Smith all over the place. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those of you don't who don't know what I'm talking about, there's a top 25 all-time quarterback list that came out that had Alex Smith on it. Yeah. 25 that actually got people trending. Yeah. Anyway, Joe Budden. All right. Which I'm thinking Joe Budden put this out. Yeah. That's one of those things. Like I'm gonna. I don't even know who that is. I'm not gonna yeah, make it I don't. That but obvious. I don't. But that doesn't mean anything. I honestly am a. I kind of sleep on rap. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Joe Budden's all right. Um. And I'll be honest with you, the biggest reason why I don't listen to much of it is just like, man, you know, for me personally, as a as an old, boring, lame dad, you know, I'm just trying to cut out a lot of the uh, language and stuff and what I listen yeah. to because, you know, it's something I struggle with. And you, get, you can get some of it edited, yeah. which I try and find. So, that's it. just me being a lame old dad. Yeah, they, they put Which out I'm editing. super cool with. But I'm telling <laughs> you this, man, Joe Budden, <laughs> regardless, Joe Budden should be at number three. Yeah. I don't even know if he should be on this list. Yeah, Styles yeah. P comes in at number four. Is he at least a rapper? He's not one of these guys. He's that a just, rapper. He's that just throws a hook out there fifteen times. No, no, no. He's a legitimate rapper. Okay, and he's not bad. Yeah, just not top three. Yeah, you know, especially Styles P. I don't know that one either. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, most I, of my rap's gonna be old school, man. I'm, you know, I'm gonna be wondering if like KRS One's on there and. Well, and I've heard of I've heard of of the first four. This guy I've never heard of Black Thought. Yeah, never never heard him. Fabulous, which I would put him in in top ten. Yeah, yep. he's in number six. But uh, Chuck D on there? Uh, I don't know, dude. This list, well, this list me, is bogus. I know. All, <laughs> like the top ten's already whack. Uh, yeah, Ice Cube. Um, anyway, you got Jada Kiss, who's who's nah. Yeah. Uh, Ghostface or Biggie at number eight. Yeah. Which he's top two for me. Yeah, yeah. he's the top five. Um, yeah. Ghostface. Which a lot of people like Ghostface, but a lot of people love the old uh, Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Kendrick Lamar at number ten. Yeah, he he definitely deserves to be on the list. He's pretty, he's pretty big, big time. Yeah, I I mean I, top ten. You you can make a case for him. Benny Siegel, which is a Jay Z guy. Yeah. Um, Dude, there's a lot of names missing from the top ten. Well, that's what. <laughs> well, I was yeah, saying. I mean, I Go just. On. Well, that's First thing I'm, I thought was like, okay, so where's Pac? You know, well, that's, what, that's this, where we're at. To me, this almost seems like one of those lists that exists to uh, be like, oh, look at how indie I am. Like, yeah. I, I don't go with the mainstream guys. Yeah, they're, too, yeah. they're too mainstream it's for an, me. It's yeah. attention. It's well, a, yeah. everybody yeah. likes them. Yeah. That or he just threw it, it in. It is a, trending, though. Or he just. Throw a whack though, list out there yeah. and it'll trend. Or he found a nice random formula. Like my buddy who claimed Clay Walker was better than George Strait. Oh, he did, didn't he? That's what it was all about. Anyway, yeah. get back to yours. We'll get back to that. Um, Kendrick, Benny Siegel, Rakim at number 12. Yeah. Pusha T at put, number 13. Pusha T is pretty good. Which I could yeah. put him in front of half the top yeah. 10. Easy. Yeah. 
Uh, Red Man, uh, number 14, uh, which, you know, Method Man, Red Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pocket, number 15. <laughs> wow. Which, <laughs> Scarface, eh, at number 16. Andre 3000 is 17. I hadn't heard Snoop Dogg <laughs> yet, even. How's Andre 3000 has made, like, two good songs. Andre 3000 <laughs> should be top 10. Honestly, if you I mean, listen, they're great songs. If you listen to Old Outcast, they say some stuff. Yeah. He just got really weird and zany. At yeah, the end. but yeah. he hasn't. But he hasn't done anything in a hot minute. No, yeah, but we're talking all time. Put the whole portfolio together. Andre three thousand. You make. ever seen Key and Peele do the skit about why they're never getting back yeah. together? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty. He comes funny. in dressed like an elf. <laughs> <laughs> Andre's just too weird. Yeah, he won't. Andre. He won't let him call him Andre. He has to call him Andre three thousand. <laughs> yeah. uh, Commons. Uh, number 18, which is, uh, he's, he's pretty a, popular, man. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people would have him high on that. Uh, J Cole at 19, which I don't know if he's top 10, but he definitely beats Joe Budden yeah. and Styles P and I'm assuming black thought. Yeah. Uh, and go fit ghost face. Yeah. And Benny Siegel. We hadn't, we hadn't heard of, uh, that white boy. You know, I know, yeah. dude. Oh, well, probably, probably a top two. <laughs> I know. The dude could rhyme with orange. Yeah. <laughs> as far as actual, as far as like the actual spoken word goes, man, yeah. the guy is like a genius. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if you can beat him in him just no. because he ma- he makes things flow and rhyme that don't flow and rhyme. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and if just, you and if you listen to the lyrics, he's actually saying things. And yeah, he's telling you a story and painting a picture yeah. with it. Even yeah, he's yeah, it's bad. I mean, yeah, he's number he's 20, on a level. Number twenty, Lupe Fiasco. No. Okay. Definitely not top 20 guy. Royce okay. the 5'9 at 21, uh, which he's all right, but he's not great. Number 22, DMX. Yeah. Which, you know. Spit the day getting loaded. I don't know <laughs> if he's a great lyricist, but I oh. put him top 10, my favorite. Yeah. Drake, number 23. Yep. Uh, T.I., number 24. Ray mm. Kwan, number 25. Twista, at number 26. Twista? I remember Twista. Just went fast, didn't yeah. he? Was his thing. Yeah. Uh, Method Man number twenty seven, which I think is kind of low. Number yeah. twenty eight is Eminem. Twenty eight. Yeah, Behind was... all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of junk in front of him. Uh, number twenty nine, which this is this is Prodigy from Mob Deep. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, Mo's Def at thirty, which is way too low. Yeah. Uh, cool G Rap, thirty one. Uh, Big Boy at thirty two. Uh, Jeezy 33, Snoop 34, Cameron 35, Bun B 36, Little Wayne 37, which is weird. Wow. Yeah. Killer Mike, who I really like. I was about to say, is Killer Mike, uh, is Run the Jewels on there? Yeah, Killer Mike's on there at 38. Ice Cube's 39, which is a travesty. People, people sleep on Ice Cube. They forget that he dropped his pen from rap to pick it up for movies and things yeah. like that. But dude was laying down the best lines. Dude, if you ever. put if you put NWA in top five, you like Ice Cube wrote all their songs. Yeah. Dre did all the all the producing and the yeah. beats. Ice Cube wrote all the lyrics. So And wrote them well. Yeah. And then leaves NWA and just blasts. Yeah. Go for solo and just wrecks NWA. Yeah. I mean just wrecks them. Yeah. Smart, definitely the smartest businessman of the whole NWA group. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dre's pretty rich. He is, but Cube got out 
first. Yeah. Uh, him and Dre are both def- technically uh, are definitely uh, smart, but Snoop, I just I, think their talents were different. I, I knew. I think Dre knew it was going to be producing music and. Cube knew it was going to be producing movies. Yeah, AZ, never heard of it, number 40. Uh, Mace at 41. Stack. Mace? Is Mace any good? Mace is all right. Mace was big, like what, 2000, but early did, 2000s? Oh, early 90s. Maybe he's got like a catalog. He's just not popular. I don't know. When Biggie was alive, Mace was big. Okay. Biggie went down. Mace wasn't that great. Or was he the one that got out and like became a preacher or something and tried to come yeah, back? Yeah. Deacon. And according to Cameron... Just became a deacon to rob to embezzle the church, but, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but that's 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 rat beef, so yeah. it could be exaggerated. Uh, stack <laughs> bundles. I don't know who that is. A forty-two eight ball. Mike Bones not on there. Uh, you even know who that is. No Where's idea. Snoop at, man? Snoop was a uh, thirty-four. Oh, okay. Uh, eight ball and MJG. Uh, forty-three big pond. Forty-four. Have you even come to Chuck D yet? Chuck D's not on here, man. The game's Surely 40, Chuck D is on there. The game's 45. 46 is LL Cool J. 47 is Rick Ross. 48 is 50 Cent. 49 is Buster Rhymes. And 50 is Lloyd Banks. Let me see that real quick. You sure Chuck wasn't on there? For, promise, man. Dude, that, that may be one of the worst lists that I think you've ever read. That is terrible. It's up there, man. It is up there. Because <laughs> Eminem... Whether you like him or not, it's definitely a top five. Hey, Sir Mix-a-Lot is better than Eminem. Guys. Eminem may be a solid number one or two. Yeah. You can make a case for Jay-Z, Nas, so yes. Eminem. J- Jay-Z's one or two. A Jay-Z. top five is, of anything is hard because there's going to be people who just, it's hard to well, not have them in there. You it, know what I mean? In, in, in this, in this but list. But a top 50, that list is way out of order. Yeah, it would be yeah. forgivable if it was just the, the top 10 were kind of interchanged a little bit. Well, the way I look well, at it is like how many how many songs do they make that just absolutely blow up? Yeah. You know? And like every single one of Jay-Z's songs does really well. Every single one of Eminem's and songs does really well. Level? When they show up on the scene, do they change yeah. the and game? And there's not many people that are just like, oh, I hate see, that guy. He sucks. See, here's the thing. I can only put five of the top 10 in the actual top 10. Jay-Z, Nas, Fabulous, and he'd probably be bottom 10 for sure. Biggie and Kendrick. You could put those five in the top 10. And then you got Pac, uh, Eminem, and Lil Wayne. I mean, there's eight right there in the top 10. Three of them not even there. That you, I mean, you really. Ludacris didn't make the list. Yeah, that's the thing, man. <laughs> yeah, he 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 had a time. I'm gonna tell you this, man. <laughs> Whoever made that list is staying anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they said it was that dude, and then they they came back with a disclaimer saying that like, he was uh, not feeling well when he made the list. Who, yeah. Joe Budden? Yeah, is that not true? Was that just something our buddies was dropping on us? That was me, man. Oh, you were just making it uh, up. Yeah, I was making. I was being funny. Sometimes it's hard. There's to no tell. way Joe Budden makes. <laughs> Sometimes a, it's hard to tell. They say there's no way Joe Budden makes a top ten list unless uh, he makes it. Yeah. Okay. Or well, his mom. Yeah. Because I thought Chris McNaught had said something. Had come back and said something about him, uh, like having a disclaimer. I don't know, man. But anyways, that's what happened with. Uh, that's what happened with the whole comment last night. My buddy um, claimed that. Uh, some Clay Walker song, uh, Hypnotize the Moon, was better than any George Strait song, hands down. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big country guy, but. And anyways, and my reply to that is, uh, 
if the king sang one line of that song, even Clay Walker's BVDs would need steel suspenders to keep them from falling down. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you gave me the look, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I said, who? And I'm just saying, it's not because he because he tried to claim that. All right, so Dean Dillon is this fantastic songwriter who wrote pretty much every George Strait hit outside of you know a handful. You know, he didn't write like Amarillo by Morning or a few of those. But not only did he write a plethora of hits for George Strait, but he's written hits for tons of people. And if you go through his catalog of songs, you're going to be wowed. You know, like wow, Dean Dillon, really, really impressive. Well, he was claiming that if Clay Walker would have had Dean Dillon writing songs for him, that he would be just as good as George Strait. And I'm like, no, no, I can't get on with that, man. I, I love my boy Ira, but uh, I can't get on with that. But then, the, then, okay, this is where it got weird, though. It changed because then I made a comment as a joke saying that if you gave George Strait only Billy Ray Cyrus songs and the Macarena, he would still be the king. Because it's not really about the songs as much as the dude, just the way he sounds. He's got that, that voice, that attitude, and everything that just makes him the king. Met George Strait once. We've heard that story. It's a good story, too. Yeah. yeah, he was getting a breakfast burrito. Yeah, that's why I met him twice. Though. But Ran into him at, at the Dominion Country Club. Billy Ray Cyrus's first album, put it on wax, it was fire. Is that the one with Ache You Break Your Heart? Yes. And Some Men Gave All? And where am I going to live when I get home? Yeah, I mess with Billy Ray Cyrus' first album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. The problem with Not that album is dude. he's singing all those songs. You give George Jones, where am I going to live when I get home, and it's a country classic. All right? You give uh, Aaron Tippin. You give somebody else, you know, some gave all, which Billy Ray wrote. Okay. All right? That's more of an Aaron Tippin song, though. But you give that to somebody else. That's a that song's lasting forever. It is. You give achy breaky heart to just someone with any credibility, and it's still not as cheesy because country music gets cheesy. That's part of life, man. It's it's a little cheesy. But country music is is it's corny sometimes, we've man. We've said it. It's cringe. What, what you call country music today ain't country. No. Is a, is the lint trap of music? Well, yeah, um, but it represents your entire genre. Well, but it, but it doesn't. No, it it's doesn't. Bad. That's the thing, man. It doesn't represent dude, well. Dude, here's the dude, thing. Dude, there's so few country musicians making good music now. But but here's the thing. Country well, music. Well, they, they are making good music. They're just not making good money or getting good publicity. Here's the thing. Country music has what, in my opinion, a lot of other genres want. Yeah. And that's obscurity. Yeah. One of those things where it's great music, but it hadn't gone mainstream, so it's not... You know what I mean? Yeah. And they they sought so hard to become relevant that they took any and everybody who wanted to put a steel guitar in their song. Yeah. And try I mean the fact that Little Nas X right now is the number one selling song on iTunes. Yeah. It's the best country song out right now. I mean it's it's and then yeah, I mean <laughs> <Hands> dude, down. <laughs> I've been watching TikTok. And they got that. Yeah, we know. You've been hitting me up. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Those are saying, those links I don't click on. Yeah, Josh yeah. is sending me but some I'm garbage. Just saying, Pass. Dude, there's, a, there's a, that one song that everyone's doing a dance to, like, like the Cowboy Boogie. Old Town Boogie. Road? No, it's not Old Town Road. It's the Cowboy Boogie or something. Yeah. Anyway. But People the, are having fun with the whole country music thing right now, but here's the deal is it's good for people who want to listen to it, and the people that want to listen to it are – your younger crowd who's just wanting to have fun and not, you know, they don't take anything serious or anything. 
He's calling you dumb. But yes, I am. <laughs> and uh, they, you know, are party people who are just getting too wasted to realize what they're listening to is T Rash. But for people who grow up in rural America and aren't just morons, we hate this music, man. This music is terrible. It's, your, it, it's it, your music. It makes us look like <laughs> bad cartoon characters, man. Oh, man. It's, it's dumb. There it is. It's called The Get Up. Y'all may have heard it. Uh, it's. I got it. That song is a perfect representation of true country music. <laughs> it is. That is. That's actually a great song. I'm, I'm not <laughs> hating on it. But now, I don't like anything by Florida Georgia Line or Luke Bryan. Well, that's in the same category. Now, yeah. I will say, man, there's some pretty creative dances to it. Yeah, and that's what it's about, man. People want to cut up on the weekends. Yeah. Country line dancing was big when I was young. Like, I'm not a big Brooks and Dunn fan. That was all line dancing music. Dude, I, don't, I don't understand why people like Brooks and Dunn so I much. I mess with Brooks and Dunn. I figured you would. My Maria. Yeah, my Maria. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you this, man. The coolest thing they ever spent did was they had that. Spent a mini lonely night listening hey. to Neon Moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, man. Oh, had a tear in your eye. Yeah. Had a tear. Yeah. That's what it was. Drowning my sorrows in a tub of dog and dogs. Dog and dogs. listening yeah. to Neon Moon on repeat. Dude, that's the thing about country, man. I got, I mean, I'll. I'll listen to some of it. Hey, the, the stuff that tugs at your heartstrings tugs at your heartstrings, and you got to watch it. You mix your Keith Whitley and your Gary Stewart, and you won't make it through the night. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. If I'm in the right mood for it, it's it's the it's the one thing that hits the spot. Yeah, we. So a guy I work with, um, he's moved now, but we used to kind of hit up the catalog of old country and and kind of pull out those oldie goldies yeah. and. Uh, I've been yeah, doing, we, we listened to a lot of Gary Stewart. and, and I've been doing like that, that with Dave Matthews quite a bit. <sighs> yeah, DMB. DMB. Needs a U in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't yeah. get behind that, man. Me and you have different tastes in music. I think Boyd, we've established that. Boy Tinsley follows me on Twitter. Other than, other than you have the same affection for Ridiculous that I have. Yeah. Because that's me, man. I like a lot of music because, you know, it really speaks to me. And then I like other music just because I'm like, wow, this is... I don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. It's making me smile. I'm loving it. You know, I don't care how dumb it is. I love it. So, you know, I'm guilty like everybody else. I listen yeah, to I stuff mean, people hate. Preference. I mean, here's here's what I don't get. Yeah. Like, I mean, technically, we don't like the Florida Georgia Line stuff. Yeah. I mean, because it is garbage. Yeah. But, I mean, you really can't say it's not music. No, you know what? If Just anybody likes it, it's worth making, they're, they're, man. There there are people out there buying it and paying for it and everybody's, same with comedy. Everybody's got a reason for what they exactly. like. Exactly. Some and people what they're into. some people trash comedians like, "Oh, they're not funny." It's like, "Well, you really can't say that because there are people out there who pay to go to their shows yep. and they laugh at them." So they yeah. are funny. They're just not funny to you. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how music is. Yeah. And I I do hate on a lot of music, but well, I don't ever want to be a music snob that just thinks like you know, my music is the best. I know people hate on my music. That's why I hate on theirs. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my music is not for everybody. Not no. at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, what I did would, I hear? You guys would hate to go on a road trip with me if I was in charge of the radio. Y'all would hate it. Well. Absolutely. Well, and speaking of that, Tool actually put out all their stuff on streaming. Oh, yeah. Which they didn't at one point. Yeah. At one point, they weren't going to put it out streaming at all, and then they 
they put it out and then they're releasing a new album finally at the end of this month yeah but someone and the reason tool comes up is because i was reading some comments on because uh maynard was on uh joe rogan to mm-hmm. announce it and, Work. and uh anyway someone in the comments section had the perfect description of tool it's the he, they call it the pink floyd of metal okay which is that that fit yeah I think it does because right. they their concerts are big, you know, laser shows and mm. and they have the the melodic beats. Very know. produced. Yes, okay. very produced, and that's that's a big reason they wouldn't put it on streaming for a while is because when you when you condense it to play, it loses, it, it loses a lot. Mm-hmm. So they thought uh, yep. CD or or vinyl was the only way you could play it to get the full effect of what's going on. Yeah, that's and why that, the audio files get a record. Yeah, and that, that and it's true, and there, I think there's some validity to it. Uh, Maynard said that that because they, they kind of asked him, which is, again, I'm I'm a I'm pretty interested in the whole creating the song and creating the album type of stuff. I like those documentaries and all that. Yeah, Dave Grohl always has uh, cool stories behind his yeah. his projects and what yeah, he's doing. Inspire songs because because they they like to get a little creative with it, not just put out good music, but they like to get creative with the whole process, you yeah. know, and and. I mean, like, do it garage style if they have to. Yeah, and I watched Coheed and Cambria do one album, a documentary on their album. and Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I forgot what, Claudio is the lead singer. Yeah. Great guitarist. And so they basically said he comes in, and the way they build is he he does the whole, his part. Yeah. And then the bass guy comes in. Drummer's actually the last guy who, who puts the stuff in. Anyway, Tool, they were asking about his process. He basically said the whole album, from a music st- musical instrument standpoint, is laid down, yeah. Before he even hears it, and then he has this expensive sound system in his truck, and he goes out in the middle of nowhere and plays the song, and then he writes the lyrics and goes in and lays the lyrics very last, hmm. which is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got kind of their process, like you were talking about with Jay Z. Yeah, and all uh, you know, and it's it's commitment to the process that makes these people successful sometimes but it's also what drives them crazy oh yeah no that and, 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 and we, we've talked about that recently too about how you know there's a little bit of being tortured to being an artist a little you know yeah a lot of reward but there's you know to be really really good it it takes it takes a lot out of it. it's taxing yeah you know it's a commitment to be well, and to be that and elite. that's kind of where we're at and to, and to stay in the public eye and that's then that's kind of where we're at when we're we're a very fickle society. Oh, I thought you were talking about Top of Dude Chain Podcast. I was like, yeah, man, we put a lot of work into this. <laughs> so, so y'all know, hit that like button. We put a lot of work into this. <laughs> Subscribe. Tell your Subscribe. friends about it. Tell your friends. But no, like us as a society, we're just, we're fickle in, in the sense we play things out mm-hmm. and then we want the next thing. Yeah. And, you know, you, you go in and you, you listen to some of the older stuff. And you realize the genius behind it. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, too, we talk about how music's terrible today compared to music in the past. And then and someone made a great point. They said, listen, man, when we're listening to radio stations and Pandora lists and all that of music from the 90s or 80s or 70s, you're only getting the best of the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were in the 80s, you had all the Bon Jovi's and Aerosmith's and, and those great songs. But then you had the terrible songs. Like yeah. the human league and all well, that mixed in with it. That, and, and you got in all those, you know, hits you're listening to, not very many of those bands have multiple. Right. You know, you're thinking like, Oh yeah, I love that song. Okay, name 
five more songs of theirs that are great. They put out 12 albums, by yep. the way. Simple Mind. Yeah. Were they that way? Yeah. They have one song. Yeah. That I guarantee you've heard. It's at the end of Breakfast Club. Hey, hey. Oh, hey, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Okay, yeah, we got it. <laughs> Finish it out. Don't you. <laughs> <laughs> sing that song. Yeah. Anyway. Don't you sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. But, that, I mean, that's all they're known for. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Duran yeah. Duran, another one. Duran uh, Duran's probably around a little longer. Yeah, they they got they got a few. Uh, who they were poppy and who sang that song? Hungry uh, NXS. Remember mm-hmm. them? Yeah. Lead singer so. died. Yeah. Committed suicide. Yeah. Committed suicide. Oh. I mean, one of those. One of those. Should you say suicide. something about Hillary Clinton? Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> what's the, actually, what's the body count at these days? Actually, check uh, this. Y'all, y'all keep up with it. Check uh, this. It's got to be more than two hundred for sure. The the rumor that guy was back in the eighties or nineties when he committed suicide, right? Yeah. But his girlfriend, um, his his then fiance ended up marrying this record mogul, mm-hmm. who's worth like eight billion dollars. Well, that record mogul had recent issues here with a guy, two guys by the name of Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Mm-hmm. So these are three people that have had issues with him to some degree that have suicided. Oh, so you're see what I'm saying? You found another rabbit hole. It's just a connect the dot thing. Yeah, because the, the the whole thing started with Chris Cornell and and what's his name, and then they said, oh yeah, by the way, this guy married uh, NXS's lead singer's ex fiance after he died. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. People I, keep committing suicide. I just I don't know. I don't know anybody who's committed suicide yeah. in my lifetime. Really? Much less three people. It's pretty. It's pretty terrible. I agree. Yeah. But. So we uh, known a few. So. Oh yeah, you okay? Yeah. They, they won recently, so. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it, I don't, I don't think it's a very, very common thing. Yeah, I Does mean, that makes sense. I guess I don't know, man. I mean, it sounds common. It just, it just sounds like maybe you, when it's a famous person, you kind of. No, you're it right. A bit. But I'm. I mean. Personally, maybe, but maybe because like was, you're convinced Kurt Cobain was killed by Courtney. Maybe I was a sheltered individual, though. Yeah, no, man. From there's a some, personal there's standpoint, some, there's some people that uh, that that depression deal is uh, it's it's you're not in control of it. You know, no, I, mean? I agree, hundred yeah. percent there. And a lot of times, the drugs they prescribe to you are not the right ones. Yep, there's but, a lot of there's a lot of bad. A lot of bad things about it. Yeah. And we don't we don't know enough about it. Well, it wasn't that long ago we were still stabbing people in the eye with a pick. Yeah. You think about it, that was in your family's lifetime. Well, I mean, when did they shut down all the mental health wards? Like the late 70s, early 80s, maybe? I mean, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Where you could just permanently put somebody there and just well, drug you them could, out? Yeah, you could put, you can pull up pictures from the 50s and 60s where they were chaining uh, autistic kids to radiators because they yeah. thought they had behavioral problems. Yeah, I do think in in about thirty years we're going to look back on a lot of mental health that we have now and just wonder. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say we were barbaric, but we were definitely uninformed. Well, yeah, I mean, like like what I was referring to earlier, you know, the whole, uh, you know, the ice pick lobotomy. You know, that guy was going around convincing people that it was a good procedure. He invented the procedure and just went around doing it to people, and and just they they just started trusting it. The yeah. Kennedys had one of their daughters lobotomized because she was a little unruly. Another death in the Kennedy family, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. If you've been watching the news lately. So 
Yeah. That was on lore. I watched that on that was a about that, his sister. That was a suicide, wasn't it, supposedly? Yeah, overdose. Yeah. Who was this? Uh, uh, younger, one of the younger it ones. It was uh, uh, Robert Kennedy's granddaughter, I think. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. He was shot. He was assassinated right after JFK was. Yeah, but, but I mean, this would have been his granddaughter. Okay. So, um, she's 23, 22, Yeah, 23. she was young. Yeah. Man. Not, not old at all. Uh, yeah. Overdosed. But, but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was barbaric what they were doing. And, and even now, like, because we don't understand it, you know, and, and nobody knows what to do when someone has a behavioral issue, you know. Like, like me personally, if a kid's just constantly being a pain or whatever else, I'm thinking, man, that kid needs discipline. But actually, you know, yeah, sometimes there's a condition. Yeah. Sometimes discipline would help that condition. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, because no, no. not the kind of discipline where you get mad, frustrated, and impatient, but the kind where you're consistent where you're, um, you have you set boundaries and you hold to them, mm-hmm. and that kind of discipline, where it's it's as much discipline on you as it is on the child. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's where we screw I up a lot of times is we we wait until we're angry to react to a child that's acting up, which is the wrong way to do it. Well, you, and, and you, we don't give kids enough credit. Yeah, they're sharp, man. But I mean, they figure out like, hey, you know, they, I, what I did was wrong. Yeah. And I know how to fix it. Yeah. So you point out to me that it's wrong and and I can adjust and, and we can get along with everyone. Yeah. Some kids can't do that. We're trying to teach Josie not to give people a mean face when they tell her no because she looks at you and gives you a face that is uh, very hurtful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see a two-year-old what, making man, that face at you. That, that daughter of yours, man, is. <laughs> Developed quite the personality in the she last has, three months. It's got a lot of it. Yeah, three it's to six just shown up recently, man. Yeah. She's uh, well, it's always been a personality, but just a lot of new parts of it have shown up lately. So I'm probably yeah. guilty of giving her a lot. Well, of she's it. very stubborn. Yeah, yeah, she's getting there. She's getting but there. I'll tell you what, medical phenom uh, will never, never be looked at as acceptable. What's that? Is the uh, cement and tire sealant butt implants? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you hear? You need for the longest time, man. There were ladies out of their garage giving butt implants, and it was it was basically cement and tire sealant. And they would give you an incision. Ugh. What? Yeah. Who was doing this? People who died eventually. Well, I imagine. Yeah, and people who went to jail eventually. Where did you read? You read this on Twitter, didn't you? You got to get off Twitter every now and then, man. You're going I've been down off, some holes. I've been on. I will say this: I've been off Twitter the last couple of days mm-hmm. since El Paso and Dayton. I've kind of took a step back. Got a lot of cowards, man. I mean, cowards in the in the people who carry it out, but more so cowards in the in the politicizing something. I mean, yeah. not even. No one's no one's trying to find a. Uh, an answer everybody's you know granted i get the common denominator being the gun is the easiest thing to point at but it's a i think and and using a gun is a symptom of a problem yeah i think it's not just mental health it's well i think the common denominator is mental health yeah all all the all these kids are on psychotropic drugs yeah and and anger management man we don't have anger management because i have and you guys y'all are gamers more than i am Y'all know how people talk to each other online? Yeah. Because there's no accountability. Well, there's no... And you and if you if you feed rage, you will rage more. Yeah. Well, there's to me, there's only... There's really only two or three things that have changed over time. And one has been the level of discipline 
mm-hmm. that parents give their kids, which is almost zero now, the amount of involvement with their kids, which is almost zero, and the drugs that are being prescribed for mental illness. Yeah. Like it. The best way it was ever described to me was that, uh, what's that? That's the, the, the buttocks implants so that it's 10 years. Watch on YouTube so no. you can see that. But, but I mean, the, to, to me, the, the best way it was ever described to me was by a doctor whenever we were taking our crisis intervention training, which was for mental health, dealing with people in crisis. And he's like, trying to prescribe a drug that's not going to have a negative reaction is like throwing a dart at a dartboard. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, you, you, you don't know. It, it may jack up one person and it may be the solution for another. Yeah. And it may drive one person to be a crazy maniac and it might yeah. calm one person down. So it's yeah. just, it's, it's a bad thing. But if you go back and you look at all these cases, a lot of them are prescribed some type of psychotropic drug for depression or anxiety or yeah. their bipolar schizophrenics or whatever. Well, the other thing too is, is, is those same people, same types of people have used cars and pressure cookers and knives to carry out the same type of attacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, well, and here's, here's kind of what I, what I was pointing at earlier though. Cause like when I mentioned video games, I wasn't trying to point a finger at violent video games. It's, I was talking more about that when you get online and you're able to rage out at someone yeah. and all they can do is quit playing with you. You socially that jacks with you because you're suppressing it in public because you would never be that bold, but you're feeding it over here. And what it does is it, it just screws screws you up socially inside. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like socially, I don't think we're as good at dealing with real life problems um, as we maybe used to be as a society. And it probably started when I was young, you know, because even when I was young, there weren't as many um, repercussions to acting out you know um because you didn't get you know they took whippings and paddlings away at school and then you know fights tended to get broke up a lot earlier where used to teachers where did you go to school man dude they took paddlings away when i was in high school yeah we had iss what did y'all have yeah we had iss dude my brother they they now when i was younger you had the either two swats but, dude, I remember when a teacher could go get the coach, mm-hmm. and he'd just come in and whoop you a couple times. Then the teacher sent a note home and said, hey, your kid got busted by the well, coach. No, you could have a – uh, your parents could okay paddle, no, but was, they just quit doing it because they were like, man, we're not going to jack well, a lawsuit. What I'm, what I'm telling you, though, is, is there was a point where the teacher could go get the coach. The kids, coach would bust you yeah. for acting up in the classroom, and then a note went home to your mom saying, hey, coach so-and-so. Yeah. This disciplinary action had to be taken on You're your kid. You're in Texas, man. Y'all probably That's capital punishment, man. Well, but the, here's the thing. My brother, the, but then it eventually got to the point where my brother at one point got sent home with a, a note, and you either got two swats or uh, two days of detention. And I think my mom put both. She checked them both. Swat him in, throw him in detention. <laughs> beat him yeah, and then me. put him in solitary trust confinement. Me. Trust me, he's getting beat when he gets home too. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, but no, I think so. socially we don't deal with each other as well as we used to. Oh, you see it in cars too, man. Just road raging. Just yeah. Anytime you feed that part of your personality when no one can do anything back and then you suppress it whenever you're in public, like you start you start kind of warring with yourself on the inside. You, yeah. you know, and socially you just gotta deal with stuff. Yep. You know, that's how anger builds up inside of you, you know, and you, you explode. Yeah. Do something. You got to find a way to channel Do something it. crazy. Yeah. Lift weights. Yep. Run. Sit in a dark room listening to DMB. Yeah. 
Don't eat a bunch of processed foods that jack up your body chemistry. That's part of it. And, then, you know, we were talking about that. That home. could be a lot of it, we honestly. Were, and that's the thing. Because people's hormones are screwed up these days. The other day while we were painting your house, we were having that conversation yeah. about homeopathic treatments. And yeah. it's like, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I just, there's more to it than just, hey, yeah. take some. some uh, Processed foods aren't anything that's, like, super brand new, though. No, we've known for a while. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. been around since, like, the 40s. Yeah. No, you're right. But, but I mean, a lot of I people were eating, like, farm. You know, they were they were raised on farms and food was fresh. I, but. Think it, I think it's gotten a lot worse, though. Yeah. I think what they well, put in our food is... is, is um, I, I think that problem goes back sketchier. to, like, fast food. The boom in fast food restaurants probably well, back in, like, the 60s and 70s. No, that's, that's a huge part of it yeah. is that stuff. That's when like, America think, started getting obese. Because it started with, you know, heart disease and all that stuff. Um, you know, with our parents' generation and, and of course, diabetes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now we're dealing with more, it's diabetes, but also, it just, like, dudes in their 30s are having to get implants to have a children have children because they don't have enough testosterone anymore, you know? So yeah. something's going on. That's the soy. Yeah. Yep. Soy boys. <laughs> so. yeah, that, that, I mean, that is, but you know what I mean? It's common. And, it, yeah. and it's, it's common with... Soy is the number like, one. I work in construction. Like Most of the guys I work with work hard for a living, you know, and, you know, they eat whatever food is available. They're not out doing some kind of a soy diet. And, you know, a lot of them are having problems with testosterone, yeah. you know? Yeah. So something's going on. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Soy is the number one filler, and it does have... It's not necessarily... Uh, a testosterone yeah. low inhibitor as much as an estrogen yeah. uh, increase. Also you can research what foods will boost your testosterone. Yeah. But back to the whole uh, what we you know we were talking about earlier, though, with the people going crazy, I think another thing is just the stuff you feel. What you put in is what you get out, not just with your health but with your mental health. And I think people, people dive down some things online they shouldn't dive down, not just with porn but with violence and with all kinds of stuff. And... Uh, you know what you do with, with online sometimes can manifest itself, and, and well, you know, and and, and you got to be careful. You know, and it's up to you to police yourself because no one can police what you do online. Well, that to has that, to be you. To that and then to that point, both both shooters quoted certain certain things that have been said in the media. Yeah, from a very irresponsible standpoint. Yeah, because uh, we do live in an age now where someone's the. They'll throw the first, the front page headline out there. No one will read. They'll just read the headline, which will be taken out of context, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then if they do have any type of, uh, oh yeah, they, people just reading the clickbait and they don't even yeah, what click they, on it, but they get they get that in their mind. Yeah, then the then that. the retraction comes out on page six of the opinions page. You know, yeah. down in the bottom right corner that no one ever sees. So, you know, the the whole the the big thing right now on Twitter, and and I I use Twitter for my news because I yeah. I mean I just. I hear about it. You know, someone said, what's going on in Vegas? And that's the first place I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was on it before even the news cycle. Yeah. And, um, uh, but the big thing is the fine, fine people hoax where everyone thinks that, you know, the, the old Trump called white supremacist fine people. But if you go look at the legitimate transcript, I mean, right before he says fine people, he says there's no place for white supremacy or nationalism. I condemn the KKK, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. We just need to remember that, there were fine people on both sides that were not associated with the group and there are evil people on both sides and the evil people, the ones who started this and some, some fine people on both sides of the the fence got caught up in it. Yeah. So they run with it. He's racist, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so you have people who, who won't even go research it themselves to see, okay, what did he really say? Yeah. They'll just, Oh, he called, 
you know, people find. Yeah. The reason is I follow what's his name, yeah. uh, Scott Adams on Twitter, and yeah. people attack him left and yeah. right. You remember when you used to hear about killing sprees, um, like back in you know, because they've been they've been around forever. Um, but you remember when you used to hear about the? Um, did you ever have one in like your your local area where like everybody's kind of on high alert? There's been a string of murders, and you know they they look mm-hmm. kind of connected or whatever else or. You know what I'm talking about? Not, not like a serial killer, but you know, like someone going what they call it, like crime spree, and or something like that. I think there was a serial rapist, maybe in San Antonio one time was in high school. Yeah, because a lot of times you get like someone who's who's crossing through a state, you know, and you know, on the way they're just whatever they got to do to get wherever they're yeah. going. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, in our little area, um, we had come kind of a little little kind of death toll pickup when i was younger uh some some guys were going around doing some pretty terrible things there was a couple of guys who got burned in their camper um and uh there was uh some people that got shot and killed and everything else and it just you know when it all came out i think it was you know same group of people doing it and then really? yeah and and uh now no no deaths but uh you know where my parents are at there uh they've been on high alert and had to have a neighborhood watch because uh all of a sudden, a lot of stuff started coming up missing. There's these thieves, and they were, they had their, um, they're going through the woods to get to everybody's houses. So someone's dropping them off, and they're hiking in, and then coming up, you know, to these people's property, you know, through the woods or whatever, and uh, and robbing them. And one lady opened her door, and there's two people with masks on on her front door, and uh, luckily they didn't, you know, they didn't kill, you know, but yeah. but who's to know if you know they're bold enough to be doing that. How long before they are, or how long before they're desperate enough? Yeah, no, I you mean know? It's, it's and uh, and all it. So man, it, it's it's kind of scary. You know, you get on high alert, and you know, you start thinking like, man, you know, I want to be able to protect myself, you know, and protect my family and stuff like that. Um, it, it's scary, you know, when when that kind of stuff goes on. But these things are like random. I mean, it's just people at Walmart, people at a concert, you know, stuff like that. But you can't be afraid to go out and live life. No. But at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, what do you do other than, you know, get right with God? I mean, <laughs> what do you do? So, because at a concert, everybody's like, well, you know, I saw someone say, you know, in Oklahoma, we shoot back. I'm like, well, honestly, they need to be checking people at concerts and not letting them in a concert with a gun, even if you're legal carry. Let the cops handle that. You know, I agree with that stuff. You know, the whole, you know, we're not saying you can't own a gun. You can't have a gun. We're just saying you can't have it in town type deal. You know, you can't, you can't bring your gun to a concert. I, I would agree with that. Now, can you leave it in your truck? I, well, I, you know, yeah, no, that made that, but that's just common sense. Even if, even if you rightfully could carry your gun, you know, Dimebag Daryl got got killed. Someone yeah. went up on stage and shot him. Yeah, and that was just, and that was a fan. Yeah, that's just somebody who didn't know how to deal with the, who became so infatuated with somebody he he didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, that's real crazy. But yeah. that's the thing. I mean, if, if if someone really were to 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 start something, and you got twenty people with guns, I mean, I mean, Corey can tell that's that's just a recipe for disaster. Oh yeah, you know, people trying to get out and people pulling weapons, you know, looking, you know, all that. You shot the perpetrator and fifteen people, uh, and it's happened. And, and it's fi- it's ha- it's happened where the victim has been shot because he was chasing somebody out of his store with a gun. Yeah. And so cops show up. What do they see? They see a guy with a gun yeah. first, you know. So it's 
it's kind of one of those things. I mean, you usually shoot the person chasing, not that, the person to me, getting chased. To me, that's my main my main problem with like constitutional carry or whatever they want to call it, where everybody gets a gun, everybody can carry it, no licensing anymore. Yeah. Is now that requirement for training is gone? Yeah. So so I I I, I get that everybody can legally own a firearm. Yeah. Okay. Now Trump Trump is talking about the UBC becoming more <laughs> more stringent. Yeah, uh, and then, he's talking about common sense laws. If I but he, understood yeah, it right, he, well, he's, he's increasing the people UBC. don't have common sense anymore. What he's, what, but the, the the controversial thing outside of you know, hey, if you like the dude who in Colorado shot up the movie theater, mm-hmm. who had all the mental health history already, and still was able to get a hold still of whatever able he needed, buy yeah. a gun. Like I get that, and I and I would agree with that. Duper should never be able to buy a gun. Yeah, not saying he'll never get it, but I mean at least you know make it difficult for him and a little dangerous for him to buy it. Well, he's talking more red flag, yeah. uh, which is the controversial thing. Yeah. So what it, what that is is that someone who suspects you might be harmful to someone or someone else can actually – it's like a restraining order. Mm-hmm. They can go in and they can uh, – or, or Child Protective Services. They can go in and file a report against you and say, hey, you know, I think Jeff's a detriment to himself or, or the people around him. And then they can keep you from – purchasing a gun or owning a gun for x amount of time while they investigate you and all that yeah and to me that's a slippery slope yeah because you just want to make sure that they have to prove i can't have a gun to take my gun away not right. me have to prove that, that i can't to be keep able to it. yeah so that, i get, I get yeah that. and i mean we but i get where Corey's going with it because you know he's the guy that if there is a shooter at a crowd he's going to show up on duty to assess the situation and he doesn't need a more dangerous situation because of a bunch of regulators out in the concert. Yeah. Now, I it's 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 just it's a catch twenty two, and people just need to realize that they they are immediately putting themselves in danger when they pull their gun, mm-hmm. because the second the cop shows up, if it's an active shooter, they hear a shot, they see the shooter, they don't know that guy, they don't know what happened before they got there, they don't know what. Transpired, they're going to shoot that guy. Yeah, he's going to get shot. And you're trained to respond. Yeah, and, and I mean it's just it's it's a bad deal. But I mean, I want people to have I want more guns on the street in the hands of good people because when stuff like this happens, you know, the other night, you know, if there's a guy with a gun standing right next to that guy as he gets out of his car with an AR-15 in a bag and starts shooting, you know, he can drop that guy. Yeah, you know, I so, grew up I grew up hunting, and my dad hunts. All his friends hunt. I hunt. Um, <laughs> we grew up with guns. Now, when the first set of um, you know, laws got passed that banned assault rifles. That didn't really affect us. We had hunting rifles. We didn't really have any assault rifles. Um, but it was kind of scary because it was like, man, that's step one. Step two is they take your guns. Well, yeah. it ended up going the other direction. They just gave you assault rifles back and then took it all the way back to 1850 and said, you can carry. Yeah. You can carry wherever you want, you know, as long as you just get a card. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it seemed okay because you're like, okay, well, you know, you got to go through some training to get that card. No, no. There's enough people out there who get paid to give you that card. I've talked to way too many people who said they knew someone and they just got their card and signed off that they went to yeah. the training. I'm like, that's not okay. You know, I know I'm that's maybe that's cool for you, but that's not cool for me because I want someone who's going to be carrying a gun in a store I'm at. Yeah. To know how to use it as good as you've been trained. Yeah, which that's never going to happen, but. <laughs> was that was that cocky? <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying because you're a cop. No, I, no I want people. That. I want people to know how to safe safely use their guns. That's yeah. that's all I want, and I think they should be requ- required to do that before 
Not before purchase, but before carry. You know, I was always good with the registration and all that stuff because I I think it's good to know who's got guns. In fact, I think that yeah, you know Hitler did too. You know, well, <laughs> it, it ain't like that's the only thing he nice, did. Nice Twitter that, post. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that's the only thing Hitler did, and yeah. it's not like that well, was the thing that was the biggest problem that he had. It wasn't the biggest. Hitler problem. also collected art. Yeah, well, but that's all. But it is. He also of, he also believed in God and was a Christian. You know? is, yeah. But it is one of let, the things let's, that let's, allowed, let's be real. But it allowed him to do what he did. No, more it, easy. You can. That you got to disarm the population. The the reason Hitler was able to do what Hitler did was because the whole German country was angry at the okay, rest of the world. But they took over yeah. Poland and they hated the Jews because the Jews were while they were all poor. Right. Yeah. But they, but they the took Jewish over, people had come in. It's and not necessarily Germany as much as it was Poland that. They came a, in, stripped Poland of their gun rights, and yeah. then and then moved in the full military. Yeah, I right. mean it's just listen. There's a lot of hateful people that made that happen. No, I agree 100. percent I mean it is more of a. It's more. It's it's nothing is simple. Just yeah. like the Civil War wasn't just about one thing. Yeah, the Nazis weren't able to gain power because of one thing. Socialism and communism and all that doesn't fail just because of one thing. I mean it, there's a there's a mixture of things that that just yeah. That make it where they don't work. So you can't and it's just like this. You can't point this gun violence on one thing. I mean, there are variables on everybody's case. And and the thing is, is like what makes El Paso the the problem is is what makes El Paso get the news coverage, but another one that happens get local news coverage and that's it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah. it's because of reaction. Well, it's the right. in the agenda. Well, which like, one's which one's going to spawn well, a crazy debate that's going to keep we your headline in the news? We don't have a news source these days. We yeah. just have propaganda on all sides of it. Well, it, it's it's more about the money, right? It's more about but the dollar than the uh, what sells it than the integrity, right? Yeah, we really we don't teach ethics anymore. Business ethics. Well, that's yeah, that's no lie. We don't. We don't. We don't teach business ethics anymore. We don't have a code, a standard um, anymore in anything we do. Everything's just, you know. Yeah. Anyway, our condolences to El Paso and Dayton. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible, man. And, uh, it, it is terrible. And, and Chicago. I hope we, I hope which, we uh, figure out how to handle all this stuff a little bit better. Chicago had one where, I don't know, seven people were killed and another four or five were injured. Yeah. Well. It's just, it's, it's. Anyway, condolences them. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer to end on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm painting my house, and it's uh, not going well, and I hate painting. Yeah, painting. Uh, I've had a couple of times where I've just wanted to sit down and maybe uh, maybe just quit. Had, but uh, had this dude track paint through your house. <laughs> had had a had a six five gorilla oh. come into my house and uh, say, hey, let me help real quick, <laughs> and. Uh, his his version of helping was uh just was something else. Let me no, he Josh did all right. He did preface by saying, I'll give you two hours. I'm like, Oh, well, I had thank to, you, dude, man. I get okay, first off, I yeah, gave that's you two hours more and I'm willing to get I gave yeah, you yeah. So props to you. I gave you three. Yeah. And would have stayed well, longer if we had to go Chris. Uh,